Chopper Suit Convo, we back. Sorry we missed y'all last week, but Jamal was celebrating his birthday week. So he was a little busy, body popping all over the East Coast. How you feeling, man? Another year older? Bless up, man. Feels good. It's kind of surreal. I'm actually 32. Like, I feel... Like, I don't feel old, but it's like, damn, I'm 32 years old. Like, I'm getting up there. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm happy, thankful to be here another year. No complaints. That's what's up. So what'd you do for your birthday? Shit, man. I went to this spot called uh, Poppy Cuisine in Baltimore. Um, Black-owned restaurant. Baltimore has great food, man. Tell, Let the people know, bro. Let them know how, how the scene is in Baltimore. It's not all the wire. Yeah, yo, I'm starting to get hip. Like, I knew they carry out. It's like in the hood with fire. But I didn't know they had shit like this. This was like a African Latin fusion spot. And they had like honey jerk lamb chops, dog, that were crazy. The crab cakes, you know, Baltimore was like the crab cake capital. Yep. Crab yep. cake was fire. Mac and cheese wasn't all that, but it wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just, uh, they had gumbo. Like it was just an amazing food. And of course, they had like a flower wall and they was playing like good music, all black and a dope, like little. Um, lofty type of looking spot. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely about to start shooting up to Baltimore more often to eat like a lot of different food because I'm already I was already hit to this spot in um the little Italy section of Baltimore called Amici's. It's like a really nice Italian, authentic Italian spot next near the harbor. But I'm gonna start going checking out like the black spots and stuff. And then um I went to uh, King Spa in Chantilly. That was pretty dope. I got massages, you know what I'm saying? Got manicure, pedicure, and like did like this little like um little hydrotherapy stuff, like in these like special pools and stuff. And then um this wasn't really part of my birthday. I just did it. I saw uh Creed three at a, at the icon in Tyson. So mm. I, I kept my birthday pretty chill, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't really do crazy a lot of stuff for my birthday, but it was a nice weekend. I got an amazing Oreo ice cream cake, like with the chocolate cake on the bottom, the ice cream on the top joint was fire. I got some new headphones for the gym, you know what I'm saying? So it was a pretty nice birthday, you know? That's what's up, man. So when you were in Baltimore, did you see Lamar trying to move out? No, nah, I didn't see it. He didn't, I didn't see him doing um any Colts activity and like dipping out in the middle of the night or nothing like that. I saw, um, Ray Lewis dancing to Hot in Here, though, and praying. Oh, man. Because, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Ray Lewis was like Draymond Green before Draymond. You know that Draymond um, meme, that uh, gif of Draymond where he's, like, talking to KD? Oh, yeah. That's like Ray Lewis style all day. Whoa. That's how Ray Lewis be in people's face. can't say Draymond is Ray Lewis, man. That's crazy. Hey, man, they're both defensive legends. Yeah, it's not the same, though. <laughs> Ray Lewis was the best player on this team for over a decade, or second best, because Ed Reed, <laughs> that brother was different. But, hey. hey some you... people like Peter Bowyer and Suggs a little bit more. Yeah, well, those brothers have CTE. I'm not going that far, even though they both were nice, but, hey, take it easy. The line, the outside linebacker always gets the shine, though. That's the That comes with playing middle linebacker. You do all the dirty work and your outside linebacker is supposed to just eat and get all the tackles and sacks and shit. Yeah, but 
And if you're a great, if you're a great inside, just like Lance Briggs. Lance Briggs was like that for Urlacher. <laughs> I miss those days. 4-3 defense. It wasn't the same, though, for Lance Briggs, though. But, yeah, for Terrell Suggs in the 3-4, yeah, he is the pass rusher. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about your big brother, Lamar Jackson, saying, get me out of here, and nobody's still looking for him? Um, I think people are so worried about it's just like a culture he has to fight. The NFL doesn't want guaranteed contracts. That's the main big thing here. And then people think his playing style doesn't last, even though both of his injuries where he missed time at the end of the season, they were both they were both non-scrambling plays. They were regular quarterback plays. So um, it's just throw that eye up, man. They're throwing that eye up for injury. I think even your big brother Arthur Blank was talking about, hey man, that brother be hurt. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a bunch of like dumbness. I'm trying to think of another example. Like, it's like when people are stupid and they act like Patrick Mahomes isn't the best. Like a lot of people, like a whole um, how do you what do you call it? Like a group think. A lot of groupthink is really stupid. And then, like, we'll look back and be like, wow, I can't believe they were really, like, they thought like this. Like, it's just, like, they'll pay people like Kirk Cousins to just waste our time every year. They'll pay people like Aaron Rodgers to waste our time every year. Um, They're going to pay Joe Burrow with a smile on his face, probably give him guarantee. Like, everybody's going to be paying people who aren't going to win Super Bowls. So it's just a bunch of dumbness and culture shit that he has to fight like he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league and he got hurt like every single quarterback ever does only iron man nigga ever was probably like brett Favre, and like maybe elway but he used to get whip-whopped all the time so like it's just a bunch of stupidity and he has he just has to fight a culture so the next lamar jackson it'll probably be easier for him you know what i mean he's just still we're still like close to like the peyton manning era kind of we're not too far removed for them to believe in that and it's just the ravens old school ozzy newsome defensive mentality like if he was on the cardinals they would have paid him by now and they should have paid him like two years ago three years ago they wouldn't have to be dealing with this but and it's uh afc north teams like doing this like just like the Steelers did to Le'Veon bell which was really stupid on their part well they don't regret it because that brother lb died after that his career anyways yeah of course because he was out but he was still the best running back and i was just yeah, dumb. But you know, running backs don't really matter to them they don't even want to take Bijan robinson in the first round yeah that was just dumb though they should have paid Le'Veon bell he deserved that money big time and, life um, isn't about what you deserve you know that it's about what you can negotiate and now teams are using Ezekiel Elliott to show people like, look, see, that's why you don't pay running backs. Look at that nigga. Well, just like how I'm happy that the NBA is about to be um in trouble from foreigners and um James Harden and John Morant type of niggas, like how they're gonna ruin their league. The NFL, I'm gonna it's be not happy ruining with- the league, man. We like that hip hop. Yeah, and it's gonna ruin the league because well, for Americans, like all you D Wade ass. Street ball ass niggas, y'all about to be out of here. Y'all no, have not. It's a parade in my city. Yeah. Y'all niggas about to be Kendrick Perkins. Y'all niggas will not be needed just driving to the paint, playing they, center. That is playing center at 6'3. Y'all niggas gonna be gone soon. So all y'all hood street ball niggas better figure out some skills. But anyway, you still need um, those penetrators. Shout out Allen Iverson. Yeah, all right. But um, 
Yeah, like great in my city. Yeah. The, the, the NBA, um, I mean the NFL, they're just I just can't wait to see what the future of the running back position looks like when no kids want to play anymore. And like it's just gonna become like a like a lineman type of thing. So they can keep disrespecting running. I mean, Zeke, I understand that. I mean, but I don't understand it because Zeke likes uh you know, he likes going to raves with white girls and getting like three nose piercings and becoming fat and shit. So that's his thing. But we're gonna we're gonna see how they kill in his position and they're gonna feel stupid in a little bit. So, you know, just like music and just like movies and are like sucking, there's gonna come a time where this product, this piece of entertainment is gonna suck too. So they think they're gonna be strong forever. I think as long as they keep up this bullshit like Lamar the Lamar Jackson bullshit and how they disrespect running backs, their brand and their product is gonna be starting it's gonna start to waste away like within 20 years. So we'll see. All right. Now there's a lot of exciting things going on in the music game. And you want to ask me some questions about some upcoming releases like your big brother Larry June and Alchemist are putting out their album this Friday. Currency and Jermaine Dupri are around the corner. Lil Tyler's about to put out his debut mixtape. DJ Drama's about to put out an album, and he's been redoing Juice for promo. Tyler, the creator, is about to put out a project based on Lucy's from his last album, The Recording Session. So what project you want to talk about first? What interests you the most out of all that stuff? It's funny because, um, well, I guess... It only interests me the most because it's just an interesting duo. I'm interested in this currency and Jermaine Dupri project, even though I'm in, I'm like, I want to hear the Larry and Alchemist one more. Like, I feel like that one's a little more important. But um, yeah, I'm interested in this currency and Jermaine Dupri. Like, I'm trying to figure out what they're doing, why they're being friends, and and it's just you know, it's funny because Jermaine Dupri to me isn't like in this realm to me like this underground realm he's kind of very mainstream um of course he used to be flashy i used to put him up with like jay-z and diddy you know what i mean money anything that kind of shit and um uh, so i'm just interested to see what they're going to make and what jd is going to do i know what currency is going to bring to the table but also jd is going to be producing so i wonder what he's going to get out of currency i um I heard like a snippet of the song that they dropped. I'm pissed because I was supposed to listen to it in the gym today, but it it the way Currency was rapping on it, it reminded me of like um yeah Essence Fest. It reminded me of like Fast Times at Ridgemont Fly type of Currency. So that kind of excites me that he's making Currency rap on different beats and not just smoky beats. So I'm interested in that. To be honest with you, what what do you think? Why do you think um, besides the fact that Currency made a song named after him? Why do you think Jermaine Dupri wants to do this? Because Currency made a song after him. <laughs> That's literally it. Currency you think he's that? He feels that appreciated? Yes. If Currency never did that, he literally would have never worked with him. That's it. He feels like no one ever shows me love, and since Currency showed him love, <laughs> you're gonna be my friend. I'm even gonna wear wigs for you, big bro. Oh, that's not real hair. No, he's oh, bald he still. Don't let him trick you. I'm even gonna wear. A wig. He said nobody showed me like he did say that on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, man, it's sad. It's funny. It really goes to show you, no matter how successful you are, how much money you are, 
people still want the love and the credit. So yeah, that's literally the only reason why. He's like, hey man, people only look at me as an R&B guy. I am hip hop. My first single had Jay-Z on it. I have Nas yeah, on I, Yeah. I feel like he's like kind of like Timbaland where like they're not really going to get like the hip hop and like street um like vener I don't even know if this is a word, veneration. Um like, they're not going to be like lauded by like the streets and like hip hop people. They're going to the R&B stuff overshines. Like I don't think Jermaine Dupri ever created like a culture like diddy has like a culture there's a lot of people who say balling like i'm diddy they want to be diddy they want to be flashy and about the money like diddy you know what i'm saying jay-z has like a little culture even eminem created he's the king of blacks even eminem created his own little like hops and tyler the creator nigga type culture and shit nobody ever really wanted to be jd for some tyler is more pharrell now but yeah at the beginning it was eminem influenced and hobson people like that yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. Nobody ever wants to be like Timbaland or or J or JD. We need a new Timbaland, like a black guy that makes R and B, R and B and white poppy music. Yeah. Sorry, dog. <laughs> you find another brother from Virginia Beach, man. Got to find a suburban dude. And then also, um, do you think a lot of like rappers out of their prime? Do you think? They're, they like working with currency because even though they know they're not going to sell probably on their own or with currency, they believe that the music will at least be appreciated by a group of people who like that kind of stuff. Who are these people out of the prime that you speak of? Styles P, Dame <laughs> Dash. Hey, Dame Dash was still in his prime when he linked with currency. He, create, he helped create that new movement. That showed people Dame Dash was still hip. How he had currency, J Electronica, mm. Wiz, Stally, most dead. Who does that show? Who does that show? The, the underground or the those mainstream ass niggas? They don't think that Stally yeah, is true because currency all, and smoke desert or something. A lot of those people right around the corner when they were with him at DD one seventy two, a lot of them did become mainstream. Like Wiz did become mainstream the next year. Wiz isn't under Dame. No, I'm not saying he's under Dame, but he was there. Like a lot of homies, nah, Wiz said, don't count. Seventy two was there. Even the Black Wiz don't Beat, count. They were a rock band. They ended up winning Grammys. Kude and Chike. They ended up getting big love for the Kanye documentary. A lot of people big were love. there working. Big love. Yeah, a lot of people were there working. That's what showed Dame. That's what showed people that Dame was still hip. He Did was, they have any top ten winning. hits? Anybody go platinum? Huh? Did they have any top ten hits? Did anybody go platinum? Nah, they, didn't you know, they didn't do none of that. Okay, then there we go. That's what you care about. So yeah, yeah, that's nobody... what everybody cares about. That's what you care about too, but you don't want to admit it. Everybody I just ain't putting with you. You don't. I care. never you don't listen to rappers with... that don't do numbers, except for a little bit of Detroit boys. Other than that, everybody you listen to. Does numbers? It's not accident. Payroll don't do numbers. Payroll. Yeah, that's why I said numbers. outside of your little Detroit homies, everybody else. You Blue listen. Bucks don't do numbers. Blue Bucks all black. Yeah, yeah. three people. Pusha T don't do numbers. I listen to his yeah, he does. He had the number one album in America last week or last year. How much did it go gold? <laughs> uh not yet, but 
No, none <laughs> of those other brothers you listen to are ever gonna have the number one album in America. Oh yeah, so Push It didn't win a Grammy for best rap album. No, who won? Thing they gave, yeah, they gave it to Kendrick, man. Who you think they're gonna give it to? Oh, that's crazy. Kendrick's wow. album's not better than that. Hey, he talked about having a trans. Nobody cares about none of that shit. Yes, they no, do. Like, that shit is the Grammys no, do. Not. That shit is whack. I don't nobody care about that shit. Yes, they do. My auntie's I mean, now. That's what they want. You can say that um rapping about drugs isn't that cool too. I respect that, but Pusha T's album was way better than Kendrick's album. Hey, not to the hey, hey no songs he didn't have no songs yelling with his girlfriend sorry hey <laughs> that's what you gotta do that's silly so yeah oh yeah so also the next album i'm uh pretty uh anticipating pretty much anticipating is larry and alchemist i just i have no real expectations i just want to see what's going to happen with this but um i had a question for you do you what do you think is alchemist's most popular or most successful song that he's produced on? Uh, we Gonna Make It. Okay. Or Not Hold You Down? That's up there, but We Gonna Make It's number one. That's a fire beat, bro. Yeah, We Gonna Make It's number one. His best collab projects, I would say, is Covert Coop with Currency, uh, Return of the Mac with Prodigy, those are the top two, I would say. Uh, Alfredo with, Al, oh no, yeah, Alfredo with Freddie is definitely up there too. I would say those are the best three Alchemist produced projects. Uh, you know, I'm not a Larry fan. He's not bad though. He's good. But uh, I think this album's going to be interesting. He got Alchemist rapping again. We're going to see how it is. It's a lot of features. Have you looked at the track list? No, I haven't looked at anything. I'm just waiting to get it. Yeah, let me look it up. Um, let me see. So has Jay-Z ever did an Alchemist? Piece? Huh? Has Jay-Z ever rapped on Alchemist? Yeah. Hmm. At the J Electronica like a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what's that? You doo-dooed on yourself? That's my that's my response to that. What? Yeah, that, that was my next question. How come? Obviously, the numbers and shit, but how come people like <laughs> that's you it? Said you, you would rather have you would rather have Ross and you said somebody else, Nas, on, um, a lot Alchemist. of people, yeah, Nas, Jay Z. How come they don't rap on Alchemist beats? They want numbers, man. This is the Keep track, thorough, you know, the greatest track one, Turkish Cotton, track two, 89 Earthquake. Track three, Solid Plan, featuring Action Bronson. Track four, Palisades, California, featuring Big Sean. Track five, Summer Rain, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Track mm. six, Orange Village, featuring Slum Village. Oh, Track Lord. seven, Porsches in Spanish. Track eight, Art Talk, featuring Baldy James. Track nine, Ocean Sounds. Track 10, Left No Evidence, featuring Evidence. Shout out to him, Alchemist White, producer, rap brother. Uh, track 11, What Happened to the World, featuring Wiz Khalifa. Track 12, Exito, featuring Jay Worthy. Track 13, 60 Days. Track 14, Berrigan, Lighting, 
featuring Joey Badass and Currency, and track 15, Margie's Candy House. Oh. I'm excited for the Todd Dollar sign. I've noticed that Wiz has been trying to um get back and hit to his world that he allowed everyone else to like kind of come in and thrive on. So that's kind of cool. Um, Bodie James, that makes me happy. Remember I compared him to Larry June. Yeah, they're both COVID rappers. You know, brothers that popped up during COVID and went up a level. And they both now have that we back voices. outside again. <laughs> you under surveillance. Yeah, it's funny. They do make like inside music. Yeah. Um, they both have like similar voices to me, but Bodie James has like a cool flow. But I'm excited to hear them like rap together. You know, I I, I need more Larry and uh Jay Worthy. Um, Slum Village. That's interesting. It seems like this is uh Larry June's um Common album. When Common was wearing the weird hats and stuff. Whoa, yeah. Larry just let Alchemist call his friends and rap with them. Because the only brother that you can say is his friend, quote unquote, that's on the album is what? <laughs> Jay- I mean, uh, Jay Worthy. I'm sure him and Todd Dollar Sign got some California connections. Yeah, yeah, because it's not like Todd Dollar Sign works with Alchemist a lot. So that I'm excited about that because Todd Dollar Sign is a pretty production based guy himself. So I'm excited for that. I wish Thundercat could come around. Mm-hmm. do a couple of riffs or something on some of these tracks the <laughs> I wish Thundercat and Todd Dolla Sign would do music together hey man maybe they do but you know they don't put it out who knows how it is Todd Dolla Sign's a brother that you know they were saying he's the new Nate dog and people thought he should be a star but seems like he only stands out on features so like we know the game, man. If you're on a major label and you're not doing numbers, you got you have to disappear. We're not gonna keep giving you budgets to go silver. He's his, his music. Why Wale disappeared? His music is too black. Like how Akon said, um, T Pain made too much urban music. That's what Todd Dolla Sign's label mainstream problem is. He doesn't have anything that white people can. His stuff is too advanced for white people. They can't move to his music. Well. And they and they can't they definitely can't vibe with paranoid. You know, white people don't That's like the that. The biggest song of his career. <laughs> white, people, white people don't really like that much toxicity. But that's that, the biggest song of his of... career because it came out during when mustard was killing the radio. So mm. that, that is white people did love that song. <laughs> that beat. Boop, boop, boop. That song is hard. The video is hard too. People even forget B.O.B.'s on the original of that song. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that shows you that song was that hard. That And then he came out with Or Nine. And then that joint was hard, too. And then, you know, The Weeknd got on that remix. So, yeah, Todd Dolla Sign, he had a buzz when he started, but couldn't keep it now up. But he's not garbage, though. Yeah, he's not garbage, but he had a buzz when he started. <laughs> and now it's gone. Um, but I... I'd like to ask you, what do you think about Little John's sound that made white people love it so much? Because he had a sound that people could say was black, but hey, it transcended. To me, yeah, it don't really sound black. Whoa, because it's too big. And blow the whistle. Like if too short wasn't 
And too short, he did tone it down, but that's just like something that um that's like how you were you said the young kids be hating on the Humpty Hump shit. Blow the whistle reminds me of some Humpty Hump type shit. <laughs> like boom, doom, 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 doom. I don't care. Nobody say that's my, my shit. That makes people dance. That makes people boogie. People don't boogie no more. Yeah, because people don't like funky like, music. Like that's that Humpty Hump shit, how the young kids are saying like we they people talk about like the state of rap now and y'all y'all rate this. Yeah, nigga, that joint cranks. And I like what uh Shock G was saying on that joint. But um Lil John sound... in the Burger King bathroom before. No, I never got busy in the Bur- Burger King bathroom, but um but I can't this is, might sound fucked up, but I like when he says, Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. <laughs> Look at this. But um basic word. <laughs> that's just trash rap. That's yeah, I call, hey, fat girl. Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me. I'm skinny. That's fucked up. But um, um also news, if you were thinking breaking about news, girl, breaking news, Wally went on Instagram and said, Don't ever FaceTime me, please and thank you. Oh, yeah. My phone broke, even if it's new, it's broke. FaceTime don't work. Thank you. Sincerely overwhelmed introvert. Yeah, people went on him in the comments and said, then he want to cry when nobody checks for him. Should I call you or should we quickly resolve this with 200 text messages? <laughs> All right. How do you but, feel? Um, that? To answer your like question, though, if you really think, huh? Do you like FaceTiming people? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Whoa. Only the ladies, though, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, for the most part. You don't want the homies looking in and seeing where you at. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. It depends. <laughs> it all depends. Go ahead. Yeah, people face people FaceTime me all the time, honestly. Like I'm I'm so used to it. Like a lot of people I know FaceTime. Whoa. So I'm kind of used to it. Do they want to see how you're living, you think? I don't know. I think it's just they don't want to have the phone to their ear. Mm. And it's kind of like you just like having a conversation. I feel like they feel like they're having more of a conversation than like a phone call. Word. Do you think Wale is done with rapping? Yeah, I think he's done. Alright. And it sucks. I've been like into shoes a lot more lately and just <laughs> like the whole sneaker culture and stuff and man, he was the leader to me as far as rappers go and it just sucks that and then I and then currency every day in many different ways. I keep seeing people appreciate his grind. Like I even heard um Top Dollar Sweezy Top Dollar Sweezy even mentioned him Whoa. on an interview with Aunt Glizzy. He said like he was talking about how the state of DMV rappers, they all they only rap about sliding on the same beats. He was like, We don't got nobody like future that can make you like party and do trap shit. Like rap about get money in his own way. We don't got like no baby face rays, like no cool, like get money niggas. And we don't. He was like, and we don't got that. Uh, what's that nigga that be smoking a lot? Currency. You know what I'm saying? He said we don't even got no niggas like currency that just make their music stay in their own lane and like be happy with like the shit how they do it. Like that's what Black then, Cobain was trying to do. No one gave him a chance. And then even like I'm seeing like Zion showing currency, big love. You know what I'm saying? Like. Zion's a real hip-hop head, though. He's old school. I love Zion. You know, that's my little brother, man. I didn't know he was a real hip-hop head like that. He loves Biggie, ready to die. He love, He's a real rap head. Shout out what to is he his, like? Shout out to his stepdad and his mom. He's really an old soul. 
Is he 21 yet? Yeah, he was born in 2000, man. So back in like 2011 and 13. So you think he was 13? He was vibing the currency when currency was like. Now, I think he got hip to currency just living in New Orleans and realizing, mm. oh, dang, his music is hard. He's always around showing love. Jet life is fresh. I think he got hip when he moved there. Yeah, even Lotto was rocking jet life shit. Like, so you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it just, I always say it all the time Wale, man, right after More About Nothing. And that's not even better than Mixtape About Nothing to me. Yeah, yeah it's you know? not. Right after that, not better than a hundred miles and running. Yeah, I was gonna say or back that. to not, the feature. Yeah, definitely not back to the feature or hundred miles running. But um, yeah, man, he was supposed to like stay true to himself and become like a cult following culture legend, man. And it just sucks to see he like even Action Bronson just dropped some fire new balances. <laughs> he got another pair coming. Them Action Bronson new balances is hard as shit. But, they loud. But Jamal, they you should already know it's easier to be white and not sell than be black and not sell because no one laughs at Action Bronson and says you don't do numbers. But it's also because he doesn't really push to be a mainstream artist. He's been able to capitalize off his personality and become a cooking, a show, a chef and have cooking shows traveling the world. So he's been able to use his personality to last in music while a doesn't have a personality that people like as you know so he wasn't oh, able yeah. he wasn't able to do that because you're right that's a good example man while could have definitely used the same thing if he had a personality people liked he could have definitely been the sneakerhead fashionista ahead of everybody else because he was that but he had a, also a personality that people didn't like dog even skeptic got some fire air maxes Cause people like Skepta, man. He's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like while while it was supposed to be like currency, yeah. Action Bronson, like that's what he was supposed to be like to me. Even so, Wiz, look how Wiz has bossed up with gas. Yeah, but Wiz is different. He went super mainstream, but his just worked for him. <laughs> while they came out with that dumbass attention deficit album with fucking Lady Gaga feature, I remember I tried to force myself to like it. Yeah, we all did. We all tried to force ourselves to like it, man. <laughs> nigga had that album was all over the place it's called attention deficit it was on purpose like <laughs> there you sound pissed again still while they was the, plus years later he was the streetwear god of rap to yep, me he was and and it's just it's just he was supposed to stay in his lane and he would have been he would have had a much better career in my opinion hey man so, he needed the numbers man Yeah, that shit that shit wasn't worth it. Just like Gunna snitching wasn't worth it. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Gunna was not gonna get in trouble. He wasn't gonna get in trouble. He, they had nothing on him. He probably would have did another year or two. Why is what he told it? Then he said, I'm not taking the stand. I'm like, hey man, you snitched already, buddy. He would have came out and been honored and loved. I was just listening to um fuck till infinity. Um Till infinity on um beautiful thugger girls. Mm. Um Thug says on the song, um, ride or wrong, you better ride or die. Like and Gunner's on it. <laughs> singing in the back. Well, that's the newer version, but Gunner's singing in the background. And I'm just listening, like, dang, this is crazy in hindsight. 
Thug said, right or wrong, you better ride or die. And Gunner's on it, but he didn't. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is weird. Hey, man. But, um, yeah, that wasn't worth it for Wale. Like, yeah, Lotus Firebomb's a cool song, but that's it. Nothing else. Damn, what about Freaks? Or whatever. What's what? that? Clappers. I mean, Clappers. Oh, uh, I tell you about the Freaks, the uh, Houdini joint he did. I mean, I like that, but that's for real Wale fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's old school. I'm talking about Clappers, I mean. Clappers is cool. Lotus Flower Bomb's cool. His No Hands verse is cool, and that's about it in the main. Oh, he said that's it? Oh. 600 bins. Nobody remembers that. Yeah, I definitely don't remember that. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, so what about Lil Tyler, man? You looking forward to that? Yeah, his Dennis Robbins song, I don't like it that much. I'm kind of scared. Um, I hope he keeps the same producer that he started with. Cause those beats are too fresh and too fly, um, but yeah, I'm not necessarily as excited about him as I was in January. But I, but I still like all the songs that he's dropped. Besides what do you the Dennis Rodman ones, um, just I think he's just waiting for his shit to like. I think he's waiting for people to catch up, so he's just chilling. But the Dennis Rodman song, it's not horrible, but I don't really like it as much. But this is off track. I've noticed. Well, everybody noticed by now, but it's and I, I'm happy it happened because it deserves to be here. I'm happy to see that Coyler Ray's um song players is actually big because that's like a that's like a hit song to me. So I think he's just kind of waiting like how she had to wait because that song's been out for a long time. Yeah, but um is that uh the remix or is that the original that she samples the message? I don't know, but both of them are hits to me. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok really blessed it, right? Hell yeah. But it just deserves, it sounds like a fun, it reminds me of like the lights, camera, action like era of like club songs. Why did she put Grandpa Buster Rhymes on the remix though? What is that? He made it. I think he made that happen. Cause I was like, when I heard it, I was like, and he was sounding like, if you were ready to register, to play it, it just didn't sound, like, it didn't sound the same. I'm like, why the fuck is he on? I was like, damn, he probably muscled his way on that. Like, you gonna let crazy. me crazy. Why could I was like, man, she should have got some other girls and had fun with it. Like, nah. I wish Megan would have rapped because you nah, know, I hot need, girls and you know, I don't need nobody else on it. Honestly, Lotto would have got it. Well, you didn't want other soul sisters getting on it. Mm-mm. Maybe Lotto Why only. It be like a ladies' night part two, but the player version that would Why, be cool. Why can't I, we do stuff like that anymore, Jay? I'm waiting on that. I'm waiting on a new ladies' night to come out. I'm waiting on it. A new or a new lady marmalade with like Summer Walker and like and the rappers and shit like that. Yeah, they don't want to do that. They want to. You see Summer Walker, Suki Hana, Malibu Mitch. They hanging out with Pound Town Shorty. Oh, oh, man. They have a lot of good content, a lot of twerking together. I was enjoying myself last night. Watch, they were rapping Pound Town, you know, they pussy pink, they booty hole brown. You know the song, ladies out there. I'm out of town, I'm thugging with my round. My pussy stink, my booty hole brown. Is Whoa. that what she said? No, she said her pussy is pink, my man. Oh, uh, well, she should have said it. It looked like it. Hey, hey, man, what's her name? Sexy Red from St. Louis? Hey, she's a wild girl. She she likes Chief Keith, Gucci, and she remixed a little B song. That's... It's pretty interesting to me. Yeah, for her to be a hood girl, I respect that because you know hood people don't really aren't that diverse and they don't. Yeah, have, but like, they large... they are. Currency said strippers love his music, so I'm like, all right, I believe it now. Seeing ladies, yeah, like, I mean, stripper oh. don't mean hood. 
Hood people aren't that diverse. They only know how to rap about. They only like people who rap about like get like money and shooting and shit. So for her to like remix a little B song, that that that's like throwing some of that internet uh swag up in there. And yeah, I like when hood I think people... she likes that little B called himself a pretty bitch, and she's a woman, so she might really feel like that. So is well, that she gets for a girl to get swag from little boss? Nah, actually, that gets props for me, you know, because you know, like I said, like hood, like or like real urban ass, like listeners, they only like like money bag yos and little babies and stuff, and they they can't go outside of that. True, true. So, like, like that new girl. What was that new girl with the pink eyebrows? Hmm. That Duke Duke Deuce was dancing in her video. Oh, freaky T. Yeah, like Corinne T. Corinne. Yeah, T. Corinne, I think. Yeah, like she got that internet swag shit on lock. That's that shit that Doja Cat can do that Meg can't do. See, look, Meg can't do none of that stuff. Dang, Freaky T. But yeah, like she can't. That's like crazy. She should be able to make Freaky T because it sounds like a Memphis ass song, and she likes working with Juicy J and producers from Memphis. No, but she only likes the real super like urban shit. Like like Freaky T is like far left on the spectrum, and then like um. Like Doja Cat's like in the middle. Like she got the freaky T shit, but she can make it a little more palatable for people. Like Meg can't even get to the Doja Cat part. She tried with that her song and didn't. Oh my days! (laughs) Hey man, man. So I like that this this uh, slutty red girl is like. (laughs) like, I I just like that her interest of like you know I mean I mean Gucci and. Chief Keeper, pretty hood. So yeah, that's what I was like. That's nothing that's regular. <laughs> I really don't know what I'm talking about, honestly. This is the little B <laughs> shit just threw me off. But, right. but Glorilla in trouble because yeah, I tried to hood. tell you she's not the hood queen no more. This you believed in that girl. band music. You believed in that beat. So you don't think Booty Hole Brown's gonna get big, or you think it'll catch? Nah, it's just gonna be a little popular hood song. I don't think it's gonna do numbers for real. True. What you think is gonna be the new my neck, my back for our generation now? I don't think so. Unless Summer Walker gets on the remix and all those girls that love it. Yeah, I didn't know that that was a song that Summer Walker, the girl that Summer Walker did that hood ass video with. Yeah, that's why they like her because they like she brings that ratchet shit. She's that Baps swag. Yeah, well, St. Louis needs her, so I'm kind of rooting for her for St. Louis, but she's kind of... I get bad vibes when I look at her, honestly. Why? Because she looks dangerous, like she'll set you up? I just get bad vibes. I just feel like I need... I I just feel like I need to wear a condom when I look at her shit. (laughs) I get, like, real irresponsible, sexually irresponsible vibes, and, like, it just reminds me of, like, how many people are out here spreading diseases and shit. Oh, my days. It just scares me. Like, if I had a daughter, I'll be like, oh, hell no. That's the kind of vibes I get. No disrespect to her or anything. All right. Shout out to Sexy Red. I think that's her name. St. Louis stand up. She left Pound Town. Well, no, I think she's still there. That's funny. She said she's trying to get her pussy scratched. (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, I gotta take it. <laughs> gotta wash your hands after you listen. Oh to my this. days! Hey, look at this. <laughs> well, let's talk about the King of St. Louis, Mr. Metro Boomin. Oh, talking about Mr. Knuckles. Nah, not Nelly Knuckles. He's the OG. 
But the new active king, Young Metro, he's putting out an album with J.I.D. Are you excited? No. <laughs> Why not? J.I.D. can rap, but he sounds too much like Kendrick. And they do. I got to do my research to figure out where this little stupid voice comes from that they all use. What the boo, the boo, boo, the boo, the boo. What that? Yeah, the the rap, the voice that all the Kendrick type of niggas like to use that IDK even uses, and all the lyrical niggas, and sometimes Corday and that and all that shit. I, I need to figure out who created that. I don't know if they're trying to be Andre Three Thousand. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's gonna be a bunch of that over Metro Beats. It's just gonna be like a a Nav album that you know hey, man, nobody's really gonna care. That nobody's need, really gonna care about. People do like Nav and Metro's projects. Think it went gold. Kudos to um Metro though for like you know rat working with the lyricists. I think that's good uh, growth for the culture. The last time he worked with the lyricists, people laughed at it. The Big Sean stuff. Do you remember but, that? But this is more like a hip hop ass like uh Sage burning type of lyricist. What was Sage burning lyricist? Yeah, Big Sean's more of like a ludicrous kid. Whoa, what they don't people don't respect that type of rap or something? People respect Ludacris because that's why he was on the uh major look remix. So New York always respected him. And somebody, oh yeah, Big Gip said that. He thinks that's why Ludacris doesn't get the ATL love that he deserves because he was too friendly with New York. Basically, he was too lyrical. Basically, meaning like he wanted to make New York like him too much. Not that he tried to do it, but that's kind of what happened. Like if New York like you too much and you from the south. Besides Rick Ross, you know what I mean? You're going to get looked at a little funny. I guess coming from Atlanta. But um, yeah, Big Sean, I wouldn't put him in the same lyrical category as J.I.D. You think J.I.D. is a better lyricist than Big Sean? I think he's just more of a less punchline type of rapper. He raps about like, um, like Sage and stuff more. Oh, you keep saying he raps about Sage. And he probably has like yarn in some of his like one of his dreads or something. You know, like hey, all that stuff. Man. And like um like those uh thread type of like bracelets and stuff and beads and shit. He has more Crazy. of that kind of swag. No disrespect. And he's probably been a vegan before. But I think Big Sean does <laughs> vegan stuff too. Big Sean's starting to be more hip hop, you know. Big Sean's starting to leave all that uh um all that, car so. all that carnival rap alone a little bit. I think he's still with Janae Aiko, so, you know. Yeah, he's still with a beautiful couple. Yeah, so when you were a soul sister like that, you got to be different. You got to live with crystals and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't really fuck the crystal shit, but I'll let, if J Janae Aiko was my woman, I'll let her, uh, I wouldn't say anything if she wants to play with crystals. I'll be in my mind thinking, like, that ain't doing shit. <laughs> but yeah, no. them crystals ain't doing a goddamn thing. That shit ain't real. So what do you think is the Metro's best projects with rappers? Without warning. Mm. Or um, the 21, first joint. Savage Mode 1? Mm -hmm. You like Savage Mode 2, though, so don't you? It's all right. It's not bad. Whoa. Metro doesn't really have good projects to me. I don't really care about his albums. I like his join with Nav. Uh, his join with Gucci was okay. 
uh savage mode one is fire savage mode two is pretty good without warning is pretty good um i wish he would have did one with thug with amigos yeah he never put out metro thugging because i don't know what the 300 was doing so yeah we were supposed to get a metro and thug album never happened we still don't have a metro and future album he said it's coming but then he he said yeah i'm working with jid yeah that's the main issue to me like <laughs> you're not working with the person that you need to be working with and so none of this shit's gonna get to me i mean i'm sure all these other people will like it but yeah until you give me something with future i don't care about none of your albums buddy whoa but you don't like superhero and that song's hard man that shit all right see so even when he does stuff with future you don't like it so maybe that's why he's moving on to jid he's like well Jamal don't like this, so let me go back to the underground and lose real quick. <laughs> he lost. They lost the sauce that they were supposed to have. That's nah, superheroes hard, man. I get it. I get it's not why. better than radical. Yeah, but that's the thing. Radical is a mixtape single, while superhero was. You can tell it's made to be a song that goes platinum, which it is now. It's a top ten song in America. Radical ain't gonna be that. That's just a street song. That's hard. Superheroes like the future that people who like to hate on future can use as an example. But it's hard. It ain't like 7, 12 p.m. or Holy Ghost or I'm that nigga where he gets it's to not just, supposed to. It's supposed that's what I'm saying. Where he gets to just spaz and go yeah, bonk. It's not that. It. It's supposed to be a hit song and it's a hit song. It it's not to. even like massaging me. Like that's my shit. Hey man, you keep you why you keep bringing up these these cuts? It's not a single, man. That's a single. What and was Metro's worked. last biggest song before this? Uh, whatever he did with Twenty One, the on the Diana Ross sample, running maybe. Before that, what do you mean before that? Like since DS Two Monster era, where he was like really killing shit. What has he done really? He was chilling. He took off. He did. Uh, what's in the joint? He did Savage Mode 2. That came out, what, 2019, 2020? His album came out 2018. He's been chilling. He's been low. Intentionally. Now he's saying he's about to be more active. Mm. So Good that's enough. why he's already saying he put out his album in December. And then three months later, he's talking about his album with J.I.D. And he said he's going to do more stuff. So... Yeah, I need that. I need that future Metro joint, but I get it. Future's on tour. Shout out to the One Big Party tour. It's doing numbers. It keeps getting more shows. The uh, openers have changed. Shout out to Future for being a nice young man. Des Dior, his former girlfriend, is now an opener. Mariah the Scientist is an opener. It does look cool. So, yeah, but I don't know, man. I I feel like. Metro's discography isn't bad, but I could see how you wouldn't like it as much. Good luck to him because he's a legend, but I just feel like he's kind of like since like since he like left Future, he hasn't really been that great to me, honestly. So you don't like his album three months later? That's the one that just came out? Yeah. Nah. I mean it's not it's not bad though at all. It's better than the first one. Oh, uh, but yeah, it's not all that to me. Like it ain't. It's I just feel like 
since he it's just weird like you don't you didn't work with Migos featuring Thug that much I mean you picked 21 but yeah like I just feel like it, it, he just he's like Mike Will made it now and didn't Mike he do it. Bad and Bougie he gave Migos their biggest song exactly since that time it's just been <laughs> down Rick Flair drip with Offset since that time it's just been down like it wasn't down that's when he got low to work on his own album and then covid just, so that's um, why I don't blame him he's still working he's like mike will made it now and mike will made it's a legend too so it's no yeah, mike will made it definitely got out of there but that's because he only focused on his label ray shremard and then you know didn't develop anyone else he did try to sign other people R.I.P. Trouble. He did try to put other people on, just didn't work out. So it is what it is. But now he's saying he's active. I saw footage of him. He's in the studio with Future. He's in the studio with other people. It's funny when when brothers lose out and they like, hey man, Future, come back, bro. Let me be your friend again. I thought I didn't need you anymore. Yeah, I hate when they do that dumb shit. But um, <laughs> but they all do that except for. Except for uh, Southside always is there, and and Zay Tiggy. I I feel like it's weird though how I'm saying I don't think like Metro was what he was before, which is normal for like everybody in many crafts. But um, now there isn't like a um undisputed top producer though as well. Like That's while Metro crazy. might not Super be producer is dead. We can talk about that and. Uh, we can expand on that next week because I'm going to break that down. I got something for you. Like London was coming up. He was kind of coming up. Um, Who's the other? Oh, yeah, Wheezy and them. They didn't really get to crack the next level. And Turbo and them, they had people who love their stuff, but they didn't get to like the Metro and Mike Will Southside. Those are like the... the Southside even didn't become a super producer. I would say the last super producer is Metro. Metro and Mike Will are the last super producers, you could say. Because what about the white guys? Like, yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. They do well, but I wouldn't call them super producers. Um, what's his name? Yeah, what's the white guy's name? Murder Beats. Yeah, Murder Beats. I wouldn't call him a super producer, but he definitely does do his thing. I would say, like, a super producer at the peak was I'm calling Jamal because I need a hit. I'm gonna drop a bag. I know he got something for me. Just like I said, with superhero, Metro's like, hey, future, I need a hit. Can you give me one? He gave him one. That's what a super producer used to be. I need a single. Like, I love DJ Premier. I love Pete Rock. They weren't super producers. They were producers that you called to get, oh, I need that do 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 I need that hot B-side, that hot album cut, not the single. If when you needed a single back in the day, you was asking, "Can I holla at Dr. Dre?" Even RZA, would you call RZA a super producer? I don't yeah, know because no. he, yeah, because he was a super producer for his group, <laughs> but outside of that, he wasn't really producing for people. So was Q Tip was Q Tip a super producer? And yeah, that's what I'm saying. The same thing. I don't think so because he was mostly producing for his people. Outside of that, like, yeah, he helped Mob Deep and stuff like that, but I wouldn't call him a super producer either. I think the super producer era, like, you could say, like, someone like Marley Marl was a super producer because he was producing 
all these albums and Eric being rock Kim and he had his own album that was fire. You could say maybe Larry Smith was a super producer back in the day for working with run DMC Houdini. I think he might've done something with the fat boys too, but what about Rick Rubin? Yeah. You could say he was with LL Beastie uh, run DMC beastie boys. Uh, yeah. Rottweiler. Was he? Uh, nah, he's, he wasn't had enough. Oh, but yeah, man, before we go, uh, let's the people know what new music you've been listening to. You, you fooled with scaring the hoes, right? Yeah. That joint's pretty cool. Like, um, it reminds me of outcast bombs over Baghdad. Um, I forgot who else I said it. It reminded me of, but, um, yeah, it's not bad. Like to me, I guess it would scare a certain kind of hoes, honestly. But um, sexy red summer Walker wouldn't want to listen to this. Malibu Mitch, Suki Hana. Yeah, but but the hipster girls would like it. True. Do you think hipster girls are still around in numbers like they were like ten years ago? Hell yeah, I know. Yeah, they're still around. They just don't move no weight. They don't do nothing. Their clothes are too baggy for people to. Shout out to all my sisters that wear Carhartts in the summertime. I love girls who dress like that. Like yeah, sneakers. man, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's just that the world only wants women for sex and stuff. So, Well, that's yeah, what the like, world wants in that six man. Not DJ. No, that's not all I want. I, I love girls who got who are very artsy and have like a like this girls that I still um outfit ideas from. Uh, we know that. We know that. <laughs> How do you know that? What is that supposed to mean? We know you and Little Meech be looking what the honeys are wearing and want to interpret it in your style. Me and Little Meech <laughs> interpret it. Yeah, I do. Now, nah, there's, there's some girls over the last few years I've stole like outfit ideas. because feel like, like oh, Tiana Taylor was giving you sauce and when we were in college, too. Nah, Tiana Taylor never gave me no sauce, even though I like Tiana Taylor. She's like a hipster girl. That's what I'm saying. That's why I thought she was giving you sauce back in the days. I feel like Missy was a hipster girl, like the way she dressed. She dressed cool. I don't. Her, well, I don't even. I don't look at Missy as a hipster because you know I look at hipsters as followers. Uh, hipsters aren't trendsetters; they're followers. So, I look at that word hipster as a diss. So I wouldn't mm, like. The I can see that. No, hipster. Hipster can be a diss. She's a trendsetter. It could be a diss, but when I say it, I don't mean that. Like when I say hipster, I mean like Khalees. Khalees was like a hipster. Uh, same thing. I look at her as an innovator, not a hipster. Yeah, I'm not using the new. I'm not using the new, like, I'm using like when the word hipster first came out. Would have been like I, probably like a month later. Maybe maybe it was just where I was, but hipster was always a diss. I never heard it being used as a tight uh, description. No, nah, I mean, for me, I have my own definition. Hipster. Now it's like a, it's like basically synonymous with um, hype beast. But to me, if it's used like as a compliment, it's just people who are like what you're saying, trendsetters, forward type of people. Yeah, but that's not a hipster. A hipster is that sees the trendsetters and gets hip to it, not the trendsetters themselves. That's a hype beast. Nah, hype beast is niggas that see what's hot and then try to copy it. The hipster is like who you you used to think I was a hipster. Maybe you still do that. Hey man, I'm into this underground stuff, and as soon as it gets a little bit popular, oh, I'm off that. Oh, that's what a hipster is. A hipster is a nigga that like, oh man, 
Like you maybe in 2006, hey man, Gucci man is hard. And then when Gucci man blows up and now we ain't on Gucci man anymore, we now listening to this. That's what a hipster is. Once something gets too popular, I don't like it anymore. Okay, so I guess I was using it. I guess I use it wrong. I should probably just call them tastemakers, maybe. Because, like, I feel like Erica Badu, Khalees, Misty, they were all, like... Yeah, they're all trendsetters. They're, yeah, they're all pretty cool. And they have good style. So, yeah, to me, like, what I was saying, like, the hipster girls, like, Erica Badu is, like, what I was would call, even though I'm saying it incorrectly, like, a girl, like, there's a lot of, like, Erica Badu, Tiana Taylors out here, but... They don't really, you know, mainly like the ass shaking women are the ones that move the needle. All right. Well, shout out to all the women that move needles. <laughs> not drugs, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not that. But uh, you got any last takes, man? I do like, oh, yeah, I like scaring the host. Shout out Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Danny Brown said he's checking himself into rehab for alcohol abuse so i hope you get your mind right your body right your spirit right but jpeg mafia great producer very interesting production it's like a beat switch every 56 seconds they sample milkshake by Khalees, gone by nsync uh i need a girl part two i think so yeah they sample a lot of stuff that you're aware of if you're from the 2000s early 2000s but warp it up geek it up it's very crazy. I haven't even really listened to the bars yet because the beats are so crazy, but I like that. I like RX Poppy. His new project was pretty cool. Hit Boy's new project was pretty cool. Surfer Drown. And then uh, who else put out a project? Dang, I forgot. Uh, I will check out the last episode of The Last Dan. I reviewed all that music, but yeah. Scaring the Hoes is the standout project the last week, but we definitely going to see what happens ne uh, next week because we got a lot of music coming. The first quarter of the year is done. It's about to be April, so it's a lot to look forward to. Oh, yeah, and that's what I said really quickly. I said, um, Scaring the Host reminds me of Sonically, uh, Outcast Bombs Over Baghdad, mixed with some NERD stuff, mixed with a little bit of K Trinata. And then, like you said, they got a lot of garage uk influence in there too that sounds like a gumbo pot of that kind of stuff it's very alternative hip-hop and it sounds pretty cool for sure now ladies if you want to go to pound town maybe this is not the one for you but after you leave pound town maybe check it out i don't tell she just left pound town she said too many hoes where the niggas at that's crazy <laughs> you like their rap now you're afraid of her i'm i don't know you know to each her own i'm 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 scared of women like that all right well i'm never scared shout out all the people on that song <laughs> like bone crusher clifford killer mike who else was on it was bun b on it or did it's i just killer mike used to always it? pop up on stuff like that big bun beater no, Killer Mike used to always pop up on shit like that. Because we thought he was going to be a crunk king. A tan, huh? He was supposed to be a crunk lyricist. And then he ended up just being an underground rapper with an LP. Run the Jewels. Salute. But he is working on a new album, solo album, called Michael. Supposedly Dave Chappelle, Lil Wayne is going to be on it. So uh, hopefully it's good. Yeah, J.D. J. Wayne Dupree was tell, trying to tell people, like, people forget his 
social death shit. He was saying he had bone crusher, um, young bloods. Like he was putting yeah. on for him. That is true. He tried, but we only know him for for little Bow Wow, Criss Cross, and the Brat. See, fake Snoop. Not even them franchise boys. He had he had two fake Snoop Dogs, and then a boy band. Oh yeah, and a Jade and Jagged Edge. That's what we know him for. That's funny. Yeah. He, had, he had little Bow Wow. He had a kid Snoop Dogg, and he had a girl Snoop Dogg. He's... He had a fake Jay Z named Roc too. <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> And he wonders why he didn't get props, man. Because he making beats for 10 and 11-year-olds. Yeah, I don't know what Dre and Timberland was tripping <laughs> What the fuck were they beefing with Jermaine? Time to suck my dick. What was Timberland doing? That was dumb. <laughs> That's when beef shit was just too much. Everybody wanted to beef. Like, yeah, God, the super man. producers were beefing. That's crazy. Because <laughs> of 50 Cent. Everybody just wanted to beef. Oh. Oh, you think well, you think Dr. Dre was feeling hype with 50 around? Yeah, <laughs> they were trying to bring that hit him up, Tupac energy back. <laughs> they thought they was a new Dre death row. He wanted to do Dre was, again. They thought they was a new death row, and then they had they <laughs> they thought 50 and Game thought they were gonna make a new East Coast West Coast. They had to like meet up, do some Faircon shit, and like <laughs> just get out of hand. Whoa, Eminem was beefing whatever last at that time too. They were beefing heavy and Bencino. Is that House of Pain? Yeah, Everlast, the House of Pain. Yep, they were beefing. Yeah, why is he? And then it's funny, he wants to have his white beefs. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you didn't want what that? What was he beefing with Everlast for? I, I don't know. Who's the whitest? I don't know. Everlast is House of Pain. I thought he was third base, too. Nah, third base. Pete Nice and MC Search. Oh, so it's just House of Pain. That's funny. Yeah, Boston boy. Leave, leave DJ Muggs and his friends alone. <laughs> yeah, salute to DJ Muggs. It all comes full circle. That's Alchemist OG, his big homie. And then he took what DJ Muggs to learn, taught him, and took it to another level when he linked up with Havoc and moved to the East Coast. But uh, I want to know your top ten white guys in rap one one of these days. So. Hey, write it down. Next week we can break it down. We are gonna break down top ten white boys, the heir of the super producer dying. And we're going to break down my new top five favorite rappers of all time list because someone is out of there now. Oh, Lord. That shit changes every month. Get ready. Brace yourselves, people. Nah, not not this one. Not my favorite rappers. This is the first change I've made in maybe like six years. It's big news, man. And he's going to kick Nas out, guys. He loves being mean to Nas. No, not Nas. <laughs> he's, he's good. Another brother had this skedaddle. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, man. But Shopper Convo. We're going to holler at y'all. Peace.